What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Base Life Podcast. Uh, this is number 38. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, I broke my leg. But uh, if you're out there and you're broken right now, um, let me just give you a quick virtual fist bump and a few words of encouragement. Um, don't let it get you down. Try and uh, use this time to the best of your ability to um, you know, improve yourself or learn something new or you know, take advantage of, of having some downtime and some... You know, that's maybe that's easy to say because I just got broken, so I'm not tired of being broken yet. But, um, you know, keep your head up, stay strong and, uh, you know, get back at it. And really, you know, when you're when you're back, you will appreciate it that much more because of the uh, the road you had to to walk down the journey you had to take. So. All right. Uh, that being said, this is Base Life episode 38. Randy broke his leg. Three, two. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Base Life Podcast. One of the fun things about having a mobile setup is that you can record from anywhere to include a hospital room. Like we're recording right now in Interlocking. Welcome, guys. <laughs> Hi, Randy. Don't, don't everybody speak at once. Randy. You know? <laughs> Randy. Why, why don't you tell us why we're in the hospital? Yeah, so Tim, Aaron, Brian, and Laura came to visit me in the hospital because I, uh, I had a mishap yesterday and broke my leg in several places. And now we're taking advantage of my mishap by recording. Well, we um, just know how upset you get when we don't get a podcast on the weekend, so you know we're here to cheer you right. up. I definitely plan to record this weekend, but I did not plan to record here, for sure, and did not plan to be the subject of the recording, but here we are. <laughs> Tim, hit, hit, so. his, hit his morphine button. <laughs> right. The ding? Is yeah, it? Hit, hit the morphine button. One time. Are you ready, Randy? Yeah. I hope it picked up. Yeah, oh, hope, sh- hopefully it wasn't too soon, and... Uh, no, that one's working. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I felt that. Um, I don't think it's morphine, but anyway. <laughs> regardless. So, yeah, this is weird. You guys are all just looking at me. <laughs> um, it's that pretty shiner you got. Yeah. Yeah. So should we just get into it? Get into what happened, I guess, and then we'll just go from there. Let's do it. I think this is the first time Randy's actually been the subject of the podcast, so now he doesn't really know what to do. Right? No, no, there yeah. was the the landing in Madeira. Yeah, water landing one. Yeah, but there uh, were other stories involved with that one. Now Randy's the center of attention. It is I think a first cuz Randy right. always makes it about somebody else, not about himself. Right. I Randy try. Randy will tell stories. Yes. So Randy, why Randy don't you tell us a story? Stories. All right, so there I was uh yesterday. <laughs> Um, Saturday, <coughs> October 20th. Excuse me. Yep. So we, uh, Brian and I went to High Nose just to do a little, little wingsuit jump and, uh, did a little two way. Uh, Brian was on, on the left side of me. We, um, I went from the high part of the exit and Brian followed me, um, in really uh, just a meh, another jump wasn't really that spectacular or anything. Um, but I did have a little bit of my body position for sure was bad on, uh, when it was time to pitch or when it was, when I was going through the opening sequence 
and it seemed like maybe my right side was a little bit low because like you kind of see the parachute uh, and I, I wish my camera didn't die right before um, Brian called uh, Eric Glacier but um, the right side dipped it wasn't even line twist initially it was just like a little bit off and then it just spun up and like I, I probably had like five twists but um, so I, I unzipped my arms, but I couldn't reach above the twist to change the heading and I could see trees. So I was like, oh shit, I better start spin, 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 spin. And, uh, so I was trying to spin out of it, but I was flying right back toward the trees at, um, um, by the, um, what's that thing? The grill plots. The grill plots. Yeah. The gazebo. So I get out of it and I knew if I did a 180, I was going to just go into the trees. So like I popped toggles and like did a gentle like right hand turn to try and find like the least amount of trees or the, to fly over or the shortest distance to get away from the trees. Uh, wasn't enough, uh, wasn't enough space. Um, my, you know, I started kicking trees and then going down into the trees. Then the, uh, the parachute kind of caught me a little bit for a second. You know, I was like trying to grab branches uh, that didn't last very long, and then I ended up falling uh, some 10, 10 or 15 feet. It wasn't super high, but it was high enough. Um, but as I was going down, I remember saying, you know, feet and knees together, because uh, I've been in this situation before, and it sucks when you don't put feet and knees together and you break your ankle. Uh, well, this time didn't matter. Feet and knees together, uh, hit the ground, my knee uh, gave me a nice little shiner in the eye, and I knew instantly that my leg was broken. I was like, yep, it's broken. But uh, So then Brian comes running up. I tried to call Brian because I didn't know where he was. Um, I also knew I wasn't in, I didn't think I was in life-threatening danger, so I was like, ah, I'm not going to call your glacier for this. I'm going to, we're, we're going to handle it. Um, so I see Brian coming up. Um so I stopped trying to call him, and then I started calling Aaron, who didn't pick up the phone. <laughs> e. <laughs> so then we called Tim, and uh, Tim came with the van. Uh, luckily, this uh, this nice Canadian couple. Uh, was Shout it? out to John and John, Michelle. John and Michelle for seeing that there was a problem and coming over and helping. And uh, so John and Brian helped me get to Tim's car after we got my equipment off, and then. Um, Tim drove me to the hospital, and uh, yeah, there there will be pictures in the show notes of the the X-rays and whatnot. But it was uh, not not my best moment. But luckily, not the first time I've been in this situation, so I'm hoping this recovery is a little better, you know, a little or a little smoother because I've you know I've got some experience in this in this world. So so yeah. So Brian, on that jump and. You landing? What was? What did you see, or what did you experience? I didn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had my own problems to deal with, and so yeah, I watched Randy flare up and uh, go for his pitch sequence, and I was like, "All right, cool. I'll do a nice gentle flare and bleed off some air and get away from Randy and whatever he's going to be doing." So I did a you know a long slow flare and then pitched. And I, too, had line twists with a 180, uh, but it was only a single twist. So as I looked up, unzipped, spun it around real quick and turned it around to land in the farmer's field, 
pretty much just like a, I don't know, about 100 yards ahead of Randy. Landed, turned around, all right, where's Randy landed? And I was like, Randy. And I look, and I don't see, all I heard was kind of like a crunching tree noise sound. And I was like, what's that? And I look, and I see canopy draped in the trees. And I was like, hmm, Randy, you all right? Randy? Oh, shit. He's not talking. Grab my gear and just, without undoing it, just start sprinting down the down the farmer's field till I get close enough that he goes, I'm all right. I just, I broke my leg. And I was like, oh, thank God. I thought you were dead. So hang on a sec. I'm going to get this shit off and I'll come help you. So, yeah, came over there and, uh, yeah, started to try and figure out how to extricate Randall from his bag of shit equipment yeah yeah, that he was tangled up in but uh yeah luckily the the canadians came by luckily somebody answered their phone (laughs) i didn't answer the first time that's true yeah so called you called you both but i figured we'd we'd get it sorted out first randy wasn't going anywhere anytime soon yeah no and the canadian lady michelle was uh asking us you know what should i should i call who sh- should I call somebody? We're like, nah, don't call. No need. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like we we knew it wasn't life threatening, or we were pretty sure it wasn't life threatening at that point. And as and but you could look at my ankle and tell, like, yep, yeah, that's bad. Um, so we just drove down. Tim drove me down to uh, where are we at? What's the name of this? Uh, Spital Interlochen. Yep. Shout out to Spital Interlochen for. Uh, the food here is great. I hope I hope you never have to find out how good the food is, but it is pretty good, and they they will serve you a beer at dinner. So mm-hmm. um, that's pretty cool, as they should. Mm-hmm. But well, I'm so bummed that I missed out on that load with you guys and went and had a boozy lunch with uh, Annette for her birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Annette. So, um, so Tim, I mean, to be fair, Tim was much closer anyway. You would have waited a long time for me to yeah, get to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I Aaron did as favor. soon as I like seen the call. It was only like a minute. I was like, no one calls me. Right. <laughs> I was like, who called me? And oh, Randy called me. And then the first thing I thought is something happened to Brian. <laughs> so then I called Brian and says, oh, he's okay. Well, fuck. What happened to Randy? Why'd and Brian's just nonchalant. So how's it going? Where are you at? What are you doing? <laughs> Playing it cool. Playing it cool. Brian style. Yeah. He's like, well, Randy's got a broken leg. Can you drive down to the gazebo and take him to the hospital? Like, no problem. <laughs> yeah. It just so happened when, when I talked to you. I was like, what you doing? Getting ready to go to Interlochen. I was like, oh, perfect. Randy needs to go to Interlochen, too. His leg is broke. Hey, little did you know that I had a promise to my wife to pick her up at the train station. That's so, all right. I'll sorry, Laura. that for you, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. So, Randy, why was this break so bad? Uh, so, seven years ago, I had a similar incident. Well, not the, I, similar. Nobody's heard about this story, right? But the first one? First time yeah. I broke my leg? Um, yeah, it was like my th- 20, no, 30, 33rd base jump. And uh, I did a downwinder because winds were nuking in Twin Falls, and I didn't know any better. Uh, it was poor decision-making, and... Ended up uh, trying to, r- like, run it out instead of, like, 
feet and knees together, land in the water, fucking anything other than what I did. So, so seven years ago, I, I broke my leg in three places, my left leg, and they put a plate and seven screws in it. Um, and now here we are, and I, <laughs> I ended up breaking my leg below the plate and above the plate. Um, and one of the screws, they actually couldn't take it out because it was completely covered by bone. So it's just hanging out in there, reinforcing my, uh, my leg. Um, but now I have two plates and like 11 or 13 screws. I'm not really sure depending on which x-ray you look at it. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a jigsaw puzzle in there, um, bringing my leg back together. Didn't the doc say you would get to keep the old metal? He did. They're they're cleaning it yeah. and something else. I should get it tonight or tomorrow because he he Probably. followed up and asked if I got it because and uh, and I told him I hadn't gotten it yet. So fingers crossed. Um, they're they're that scraping I get the all the bone off of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure because the bone had started growing over that too. So they had to chip that away just to take it off. Mm. So. You should ask to keep the bone as well. <laughs> right? I mean, it is my bone. But there are some uh, morals to the story here. There are some lessons to be had. Um, and I'm still coming up with them as we speak, really. But um, What do you got so far? Um, I would say don't leave the metal in any longer than you need to. Um, I I probably would have broken my leg regardless on that jump. But having the metal in has probably complicated it a little bit. Um, that's one. Um, number two is like address. If you have line twists and you can address the heading, absolutely. We've talked about this before. Address the heading first. Um, but I was kind of. I'm starting to think I was kind of slow on the whole process to begin with. So address that stuff immediately. Like don't take your time like or unzipping or anything just because you pulled high or whatever like just i don't know still still working on it um but i don't know does anybody else here have a similar situation tim hit the button again <laughs> again no yeah. don't, don't hit it again please don't. <laughs> I, i'll get in trouble if i hit it too many times you got in soon. trouble for not hitting it enough uh, yeah but it won't work if you hit it too soon nothing happens perfect but, but it logs the fact that i did hit it so it could mislead them to thinking that i'm in way more pain than i'm actually in well, you could which go. i am in a considerable amount of pain but i am happy that you guys are here and whatever just, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've had line twists and got out of them and luckily didn't end up in the trees. I've had line twists. Yeah. Got out of them the and I ended up in the trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so Tim, tell us tell us about your tree landing. Uh, a couple years ago, actually. Uh, it was a nice, hot summer day, so Laura went to the pool. Nice day at the pool. Beautiful day at the pool. Uh, not so much Short under day canopy. At the pool. Not so much under canopy. Um, had about four or five line twists. I can't recall because it's been a while now. Uh, and it was higher than I could reach. Uh, and But my first instinct was kicking. So I was kicking. Then I changed heading halfway through as I was turning with my shoulders. And I was heading kind of, it was more of a 120 so I was going along the tree line back to the wall. So I wasn't going directly back to the wall, but going that direction. 
uh, I kick out, pop my toggles, and that made the canopy dive a little bit more. As mm-hmm. I popped the toggles, I was turning left to the landing area instead of going to the towers and just clipped across the top of the trees. Uh, my canopy luckily caught on a few trees on the way down and left me hanging about 10 feet up in the air, up against a tree. Mm. So I had a cutaway handle, um, but before I cut away, I had to message Laura, tell her I was okay, not tell her that I was stuck in a tree, uh, <laughs> get the nice selfie to give to her later. Because <laughs> you got to get the selfie. Yeah. Then. <laughs> so I get a text, oh, not the best landing, nothing else. I'm waiting a few minutes, no other text to follow up. So I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, take my time. Do a couple laps at the pool, shower off, walk down. Found him at the Horner, and I'm like, so what happened? Oh, I was in a tree. What? (laughs) So he failed to tell me that part while I was at the pool. Sometimes it's better to withhold information until the right time. Yeah, I would not have gotten my laps in if he told me. Yeah, Yeah. he was thinking about you. Oh, thanks, babe. Yeah, you had no control of what would happen after that fact. You just needed to know that it was okay. Yeah. So did you cut away 10 feet up? Uh, I did and kind of scaled or slid down the tree, actually. Um, I think the worst of my in- in- or injuries was some scratches on my hands from sliding down the tree. Yeah, I've got a few of those. <laughs> How did you get your canopy back? Uh, actually, uh, Vance and Lance helped me. with. Uh, we stole or we borrowed a ladder. <laughs> Because we put it back from one of the barns there on, along the road under high nose. <laughs> and still was not enough. We had t- found this long piece of lumber that was maybe about 14 foot long. It was Jeez. very awkward that we were trying to like pop it off. Um, we probably could have left it there. Um, the canopy was trashed. Um, it probably saved me from breaking my tib fib like Randy. Mm. But yeah, it was trashed. And But yeah, it took a little bit of a little bit of time. I, Laura's got photos of the canopy rescue. <laughs> that she proudly shows everybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't show your mom. <laughs> Almost everybody. Almost. Mandy, are you peeing again? No, no. Um, what are you doing? I was looking for my gum. Mm. Um, yeah, so trees, kids, it's dangerous out there. Be careful. They're a real consideration. Still trying to get uh, Jono on here so we can talk about his tree landing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I feel actually, and I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but, like, I feel pretty good about mine uh, relative to what he had to deal with because he really could have died, you know. So. Well, um, you're in the hospital. It can always be worse, right? Mm-hmm. Not dead yet. Nope. What's in your day? That. Funny thing is, one of the nurses here used to date one of the a base jumper friend of ours, and uh, it was actually a guy, a friend of ours. So it's kind of neat, but I'm sure they get tired. She of doesn't have a very high opinion of base jumpers. No, though, no, so I'm I can't, not sure how great it was for I her. Can't, can't imagine yeah. she does, but but yeah. we know she makes bad decisions. Clearly, if she dated him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who you are. I know you don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. I don't know. I really don't. But, um, so what else is going on? So so Brian's taking Monday off to help me finish up some hospital stuff here. And then I get to take a couple of weeks of vacation, most likely. Um, you mean short-term disability? Yeah, that kind of vacation. <laughs> Never had that kind of vacation before. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
It's luxury, right? Yeah, it's a privilege, maybe even. Call it a benefit. A benefit. A benefit. It's a feature. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So we're we're basically gonna wait and find out what the doc says about whether or not you get to move around tomorrow or sometime later this week. But either way, I I'll, I'll go home yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm hoping to stay here in, in Interlochen and Lauterbrunnen until uh, they put the cast on. That way all of the, the work is done at the same hospital. and then um, Continuity of care. Yeah, exactly. And then even yeah after the cast is on, I mean, anyone can take it off. No, I, I can do PT in, in Germany. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the first half, you know, getting, getting to the point where I got the cast. So that was another funny thing about the last time I broke my left leg. Um uh, I was, so, <laughs> here's some more irony. Um, last time supposed to go to Moab 2011, uh, T and I were going to go to twin, knock the dust off, do a few jumps, then, uh, off the bridge and then go to Moab. Well, um, that didn't happen cause I broke my leg on the first jump of the trip. So I spent nine days watching T base jump with my friends and then, um, yeah, right. And so then uh, so we stayed in Twin Falls the entire time, uh, so that I could get to the point where I got the cast and then flew back to Hawaii, all that stuff. Well, Brian and I were supposed to go to Moab this year in about, what, three, three weeks? Three weeks. And I break my left leg again. So, um. Randy's allergic to Moab. I'm, I'm like, not gonna say any, like, uh, I'm going to stop trying to go to Moab like, and just maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. Who knows? <laughs> I just figured we'll surprise you with a Moab trip and not tell you about it. Yeah, you can just like be like, hey, take this week off and then don't, uh, don't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so. mm-hmm. We can what talk about there? last weekend. Yes. Because yeah. uh, you, didn't, you didn't get the Brooke Deck Award. No. So, um, for those of you that, and for most of you that are not familiar with the Fun Fleet Family Christmas, it is a um, yearly event where all the Fun Fleets and all the the family associated with Valley Base Gear gets together and has a a Christmas party. But it's in October because normally we're gone for the actual holidays and everyone starts taking off on the end of season trips. And yeah, exactly. So. One of the awards that gets handed out every year is the, um, you know, we call it the Broke Dick Award, the Broke Back Award, you, you name it. Like it's the the worst injury kind of award. Well, this year we had too many people to really like pick one winner. <laughs> so um, Mavs got one, Dukes got one, Johnny, and um, Bam. And then fast forward a week and. I guess I'm in the running for next year's FFC. Randy's always late to the party. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am always late, generally. Well, hopefully um, this is the worst injury of the year. Right? That's what I was saying. I was just like, hey, you know, I'll I'll take this one for the team. If no one has a worse injury than me this year, that's cool, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because... Yeah, I mean, this isn't that bad, but you don't want to see your friends getting hurt. So. But all of their injuries were not base jumping injuries. No. So, Dukes was skateboarding. We should ban his skateboard. Um, Bam was skydiving. Mm-hmm. Mavs was paragliding. And Johnny was 
jumping over a bubble football. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. So for, for those of you that if you've never played bubble football or the bubble soccer for the Americans, like it, it's look, look awesome. it up. It's a lot of fun, but it is a full contact sport. <laughs> like it is not as gentle as you think. I mean, you're, you're getting hit hard and don't hit anyone from behind. That's a dick move. Uh, cause you can give someone whiplash and you can actually get like some brain injuries. Um, but it's a lot of fun. So much fun. Yeah. Just, just launching people. You will be sore for two days afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Sore go, in places where you didn't know that you had muscles. Right. And it's like, go ahead and skip that workout you thought you were going to do before bubble football because, uh, you're going to get a workout. Like after four minutes, I puked. <laughs> like I, I, I got out, like I went, went so hard cause it's hot in there too. Like I went so hard. I had to run over to the, the trash can and, and yak my brains out. Um, <laughs> been a while so, since so, I've seen you puke, Randy. Right. So pace yourself if you do do bubble football as well. Or go fucking ham and just mm-hmm. take people out. Well, by the end of the, by the end of the two hours, we had just given up on the football together and we're just four on four running at each other <laughs> Yeah. Other sides of the room. Well, I heard like Sam or somebody yell ten seconds, you know, at the end of one of our games, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I've got ten seconds, and I just ran around and just tried to knock everybody over. It was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but it doesn't take that much energy to knock somebody over, but if you want to send somebody flying, yeah, you got to put some. You got to you plant your feet. Mm-hmm. You got to put your shoulder into it, and you got to be lower than them. And that that whole, like, uh, you'll see, if you Google it and see these videos, like, people going flying through the air and colliding, like, that looks good on footage and stuff, but you're not hitting them very hard because you're not, you really got to plant your feet, you know, and, like, drive with the hips. Brian and I had some good Mm one-on-ones. Yeah, you did. I I went on a rampage. (laughs) I was taking everyone out. Sorry, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) Lori even got in some really good licks. Yeah. In fact, I think Jenny got my hardest hit. Like, I, I think uh, it was to the front. Like, I didn't hit anyone from behind, but it, it was... Uh, hey Ha-ha. <laughs> you know what I mean, but... You know what I mean. <laughs> but who's on drugs here? <laughs> Just <laughs> you. Just, Just you. checking. Tim hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has been enough time, but... Um. Yeah. So, Funly Family Christmas, Bubble Football was pretty awesome. Yeah. If Randy, Randy's favorite was that evening. My favorite was the uh, the boat. So, we, we had a... Was um, Rhine River Cruise? Yeah. If you ever have the opportunity to take 27 of your... Go on a cruise with 27 of your friends down the Rhine in Strasbourg, I strongly recommend it. That was hands down the funnest part of the evening. It was fancy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they did catering, free drinks, or drinks were included, I should say. They weren't free, but they were included. And uh, that was and so And you much should fun. get your friends to wear masks, because then it's really fun. Yeah. Masquerade yeah, we did ball. a masquerade. So. Mm-hmm. And then uh, renting bicycles. That was all BAM, by the way. That was, you know, BAM. BAM always has these moments of, like... Brilliance? Like, brilliance, you know, like... Every now and then, it's just like magic, and other times it's just bam, no, just plans. bam, bam plans. You can't, you can't. <laughs> but the bikes, he did good. Yeah, he did real good. Yeah, that was awesome. It took us a minute to work out the. 
Well, they weren't very dr- service friendly, were they? No, I'm I talking about us as a crew learning yeah, how to ride bikes. The 20, first 28 tandems? people trying, A, trying to learn how to ride tandem bikes and... <laughs> Some, I mean, I just had a regular bike, and I had to re-remember how to ride one. Mm-hmm. And then we were getting stopped at lights, and other people were going, and then we were getting lost. And, and then we had to keep up with an electric bike as a lead. Yeah. yeah. And going down the wrong ways. Yeah. Uh, who, All in rainbow onesies. N- note to self, do not uh, Don't use let the walking. lead. Yeah. <laughs> do not use Google Maps uh, walking directions when you're on a bicycle, because it will totally take you down one ways. And they have bicycle directions on Google maps don't they exactly yeah so use that use that function yeah but the funny thing is like because t was like kind of going slow and like we were we'd be back toward the end oh she was ready to just be like i'm not going down a one-way yeah and it was like t you can see them at the other end there's no cars right super so she's a little bit conservative uh but it's weird so we were also in athleisure costumes so that was onesies Oh, that was onesies. Well, oh, that we did, we did Saturday. athleisure as well. That's true. But uh, either way, when you're in a bunch of costumes as a group, that's kind of cool. But when it's just you and your wife <laughs> in weird-ass costumes, it's not as cool. And it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, where's the group? Safety in numbers. Safety in numbers. Okay, but one of the funniest points of the whole weekend was when 27 of us show up dressed as rock stars to go to the karaoke bar. And the bouncer doesn't let us in because we're not. We don't meet the dress code. He doesn't let me in. Yeah. (laughs) It was was Brian. It was a straight up targeted one person in particular is me because I'm wearing a tracksuit. Yeah. A Nike tracksuit with a big pink furry hat, gold chains, light up sunglasses. Totally legit. Looking looking good. Fly as fuck. And... The bouncer was like, no. Because the theme was rock star outfits for karaoke. Mm-hmm. And and he was going as Rum DMC. But the, and I feel like the bouncer could have used a little bit of discretion and looked at the rest of the group and been like, all right, come on in. You know, like, whatever. You think but he that, was going to let Bam in with the neon green pimp suit? Who knows? I'm still not sure that's a total karaoke bar. I'm starting to... So either France doesn't know how to do karaoke or that was a whorehouse. Um, <laughs> that's a possibility. Yeah, because even the place that we ended up doing karaoke was like, not the best. Like, it was hot as hell. It was super hot in there, and they hadn't updated their songs since like 1987. Yeah. So... At least they had English songs, because we would have sucked worse in French songs. Uh, I wouldn't even bothered. <laughs> yeah, would have been. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? That's the only one I got. But that song, <laughs> that song's too new. That song's way too new to be in their in their mm-hmm. set list. Uh, yeah. But. Brian actually was very popular with the Frenchies at that place. Yeah. 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 You, Sam, and Jack. Yeah. When you went up on stage. Singing stage. Bo- Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Stage yep. filled up with a bunch of Frenchies singing along. Yep. They tried to get in on our mic time. I told them to get fucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jack and I were power battling. Power ballading. There we go. Ballading. Ballading. <laughs> we were singing. Tim hit that button again. <laughs> Ballads. It actually does kind of hurt. Oh, yeah. Oh, party time. We were just going to see if we could, like, push the button until you, like, pass out. 
Yeah, that'd be on the nah, mic. They won't let you do that. Because uh, it, it it only goes every eight minutes, I think, is the minimum. I think I watched Randy's her reset. Randy's got a stopwatch going. Oh, I yeah. think I watched her reset, so I might be able to get back there and change oh, yeah. the program for you. Nice. <laughs> There's an offer. Z- hack into your drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which one of these hoses is the oxygen, and which one is the... Not oxygen. I don't, I don't think any of these are oxygen. Damn. That would that would feel pretty good right uh, now. So, that was FFC, and that was uh, me breaking my leg again. But uh, that's actually... So, I broke my left kneecap as well once, so it's the third time I've broken something on my left leg. So, wait, is, is one of the drinking games everyone has to drink every time you talk about breaking your leg? Ooh, uh, we're still working on the criteria for that, but probably that's an easy one. Yeah, that's a drink every every show. Have you talked about the drinking game yet? A little bit here and there. We're still working on the uh, criteria. If we we could use some input from anyone that listens to the show, um, if you have input on stuff that we bring up too regularly or you know, stuff you're tired of hearing about. Um, like Baffin, then, uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, those are drinking subjects. Like, uh, like Rogan always talks about like dolphins and zoos and prison systems being, you know, bad and stuff like that. And so it's like, if you were to play a drinking game with him, it for sure, like there are certain topics, you know, that dolphins, always come huh? up. Yeah. Just so. add dolphins to the drinking game. Dolphins or, or like exit points every time we like name an exit. That'd be a good one. You know, but, uh, mm. uh, so now that you have at least three months what to recover, you, what you going to do? Well, I'm going to play video games because Brian just bought some video game system. I took that's full, a good roomie full uh, opportunity, full advantage of the opportunity to uh, buy Super You're Nintendo. You're just waiting for an excuse. Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, going to do some reading. In fact, I have it right in front of me. I have uh, Learning to Fly, a memoir of hanging on and letting go by Steph Davis. Uh, for those of you that don't know Steph, she is a uh, renowned climber and base jumper. And um, she has agreed to be on the show, but I told her I wanted to read her book first um, before before we do an interview. And so I'm uh, working on her book. And I can... I can honestly say the first two chapters are really good, really well written. So I don't need to finish this book to endorse it. But um, yeah, learn to f- Learning to Fly by Steph Davis. Check it out. Oh, and speaking of books, uh, Valley Base Gear has uh, a new batch of The Great Book of Base, version 2. I think it's version 2, right? I think so. Whatever the newest version of The Great Book of Base is, uh, Valley Base Gear has them. So if you're looking for, if you, if you're looking for a copy, uh, hit them up and... Uh, yeah. Are there any other ads or anything we need to touch? Anything uh, going on? Laura, actually, at the Horner, she covered your your tab as well, so you don't have to worry about that. So Laura stepped up. So oh, that, the two non-alcoholic beers. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Raging as there. usual, did Brian I, and Randy. Did it's I good. did I forget to pay for my beers? When did I do that? First night. Friday night at yeah. the upstairs bar. Downstairs bar. Ooh, how funny is that? Non-alcoholic beers, and you like, forgot to pay your tab. Yeah. Well, so. out of out of spite, he was like, "There's no alcohol in them. <laughs> they cost the same. What? I don't as get a that beer. 
it's missing an ingredient, and yet it costs just as much as the the real beer. A critical ingredient. A critical. So you basically stiffed Chris? Is that what you did? Mm, <laughs> yep. <laughs> In so many words, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all right. My bad, Chris. Sorry. Um, thanks, Laura. You're Andy welcome. gave yeah. Chris yeah. the old stiffy. So, and Charlie <laughs> sent her love and get well soon. Uh, and thank Laura for paying your tab. Yeah. Thank you, Laura. Sorry about that. No problem. Yeah, so Brian and I were trying to do a sober October that started after FFC and went until we got to Moab. Well, that went out the window. So I, I basically haven't been sober since Saturday afternoon. Maybe that was the cause of everything. No, no, it was the pain meds was Mm. was my reference, but sobriety made your bones brittle. Yeah, maybe. You are too stiff on the landing. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just. (laughs) But I did not have an erection when I hit the ground because that would be an indicator of spinal injuries. We've covered that on the podcast before. But Brian checked for priapism. No, he did not, but I checked. Charlie would be so no, disappointed. Right? So yesterday uh, when I was speaking to the doctor, you know, he's like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're gonna, you know, he cleared my C-spine and then he's like, and I'm going to have to stick a finger in your anus to uh, check your spine. And I was like, well, I don't have an erection. <laughs> and he looks at me kind of funny, like what? And I was like, after he just fondled your feet. Your back yeah. and he hadn't gotten to my uh, my bum yet. No, because I definitely had one after that. But um, oh, you you got the erection. Yeah, from the finger in the butt. <laughs> totally. And I mean, who not doesn't? Really. Why not? I'm on drugs. Um, so much drugs. But yeah. Oh hi, welcome. <laughs> We're doing Z- a podcast. Wait. Do you want to join us? Zenus is here. She's, Ladies and gentlemen, she's come to check for priapism. Miss Miss Karina is here. Would you like to say hi? Would you like to say hi? No. What is this? We're we're recording a podcast. This won't interfere with any of the equipment, will it? It might stop his heart. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so so I know that if you have an erection after you have an accident, is that more of the good stuff? Is that more of the good stuff? Ah, okay. Ah, just an antibiotic. No Can I get some more of the good stuff? How much? How much I'm time? Teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You have your own button. She's yeah, saying, yeah. Right. "Press the I button." I just, I just hit it not too long ago. I'm, I'm good. He has to wait every eight minutes, right? My, my pain level is at about a three or a four, I think, right now. I'm doing okay. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just watching. Yep. I'm getting. <laughs> getting some antibiotics. He was just talking about getting a finger in the butt oh. when he showed up to the hospital yesterday. Yeah. Just to, you know, check. Yeah. And, and they're checking for spinal problems when they do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know actually what they're looking for? Like, is it supposed to, like, grab you or? <laughs> I don't really know why they did it. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't mind it. That's for your pleasure, Randy. Yeah. You liked it when Annette did it. Yeah, she actually poked me, too. I didn't think she'd do it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think she'd do it. Maybe you can chalk that up to the boozy lunch. Oh, oh, I feel that. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, that was 
No, no, but I feel something like ooh, it's cold. I feel woozy. Yeah, then it's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Miss Karina. Ciao. So, priapisms and touching the butt. Um, she can she can touch my butt. <laughs> so when you said that to the doctor, he looked you dead in the eyes. Yeah. So I told him I was like, well, uh, so With I both hands I, like. On on your shoulders? Yeah. No, no. So before he before he checked my butt, I said, "Well, I don't have an erection, so that's a good sign, right?" And he looked at me funny, like, "What are you, like?" I don't know if that he didn't get the humor because I'm my jokes are not funny, but right. I even I even made a little pointing motion like with my index finger next to my raging erection. Yeah, I was like, because if if I did have a a, a boner, that'd be an indicator of uh, spinal problems. Um, or or I'm dying. I forget which. But or you're very horny. Mm. Or that. But or you just like a finger in the butt. Or that. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fun podcast. Yeah. Never thought I would do one in a hospital. I don't know why I didn't think I would do one in a hospital. I mean, it is a mobile podcast system, but. I also think that you now have a ton of time. To, to do, do some recording. To do call-in podcasts. Yeah. Because you're going to be hanging out at the house for a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's a good idea. So I should have no excuse for staying on schedule, huh? Yeah, you just dial people in and chit-chat. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming and visiting me in the hospital in the Interlochen. And thank you for being my friend. Friends. And... uh encouraging me to do this podcast because i was like eh, i don't know but but my my neighbor the other guy he i guess he got to get up and his wife rescued him from us for a while yeah yeah that's pretty much well, what happened she also knows it's hot in the middle of the day and so she's like let's get him out of here for a little bit he's mobile so because it is kind of warm in here it's true you got the afternoon sun beaming in yeah so. i tried to open the window but yeah me too maybe we could close those blinds so there's like a little less um, yeah. Then you won't see the mountains. Mm. It is a beautiful mountain view. anyway. It's it's fogged in or something. It's cloud. That's the haze. But all right, guys. Well, thanks for thanks for everything. All right, this has been a base life podcast. We're out. See ya. Finger okay. in the butt. All right. If you want to know more about our guests, just check out the show notes. And if you want to give us some feedback or reach out to us, you can hit us at baselife2014 at gmail dot com. Facebook.com backslash the base life and on Instagram we're at base dot life. All right, thanks.